BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Place. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I know Kung Fu. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! This whole thing is insane! This whole thing is insane! 300 years ago, you'd have been burned at the stake. What do all men of power want? More power. This is now the United States of zombie land. This whole thing is insane! Man is evil, capable of nothing but destruction! Everybody is stuck with the things that they're not proud of. More power. Welcome to the desert of the real. More power. There can be only one. Are you a God-fearing man, Senator? You're such a strange phrase. I've always thought of God as a teacher, as a bringer of light, wisdom, and understanding. You see, I think what you really are afraid of is me. Happy heresies, and welcome to the desert of the real. Heresy shouldn't be this much fun, but it is, it just is, especially with the latest audio version of AB Live. The Archons shudder as Ola Wolny returns to the virtual Alexandria. She'll recap her intriguing ideas on the Zodiac as an artificial prison and expand to other topics that include alchemy, the divine feminine, and the secrets found in ancient texts. Just as important, Ola will share her views on what the future holds this year and beyond. And the news ain't good, unless you're grounded in Gnosis. No one here gets out alive. As I mentioned in the show, the Gnostic Tarot is out. Step into a world where ancient wisdom meets modern mysticism. 
The Gnostic Tarot, blending beautiful esoteric art with Gnostic themes, is perfect for those seeking the ultimate Gnosis. This powerful deck, rich in symbolism, draws from Gnosticism's profound teachings and is ideal for meditation, reflection, and exploring spiritual realms. This deck is a portal to ancient wisdom and a tool for discovering the hidden truths in your mystical journey. Each deck is a mesmerizing blend of artistic expression and mystical insight, catering to both seasoned tarot enthusiasts and newcomers to the practice. Check it out in the show notes or at the homepage. Other than that, let us do our latest AV Live with Ola. What is that pain? What is that fear of your mother's body appearing? Sophia, ask yourself. What god made a world like this one? A real shitty god. The same one that created this world. I want to leave. die. You will not die. You will live. I'm already alive. You think that you're alive. You think that these walls can't be crossed. That the sadness you keep inside is real. Welcome, everybody, to AM Bye to AB Live. So good to see you on this Freya Venus Day. And I hope everybody's doing well and uh, bracing yourself for an, for, for an already crazy 2024. My name is Miguel Connor, and I am your Pompidus of Gnosis. And for those of you watching on video, that is the Gnostic Tarot, which just came out. It's uh, doing very well. It has passed the tests with many tarot readers. So check it out. And today I am very excited, as always, to have somebody whose ideas I find amazing, who's given me a lot of insights in my own spiritual journey, and who's just very cool. And that is Ola Wolny. Ola, thank you very much for coming back on the show. Thank you so much, Miguel. Thank you for having me back. I don't know if I can live up to that introduction, but I'll certainly give it my best. Thank you for having me again. No, it's great. Do you do the tarot or do you do any sort of divination tool? Um, Beyond astrology, your your type of astrology, that is. 
Um, I'm certainly familiar with the with the tarot. I don't do the the tarot readings myself. Um, I I sort of study the the tarot more from the obvious um, side of things. I don't I don't personally use it for divination, uh, but I have definitely studied the the symbolism, especially the major arcana, and and uh, as you can imagine, the uh, there are certain secrets around it, uh, amongst other things. Um, probably not so much a secret anymore, but the originally the tarot was not used for divination. So um, yeah, I, I kind of I come at it from from that side and 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 the very heavy symbolism. Yeah, I love how you always come at things from different sides, even from a different side than occultism, which is what we need today. We need innovation, mm -hmm. digger deeping, because uh, yeah, those archons. Even if we get the Philosopher's Stone, they'll find a way to corrupt it in a generation or two, right? And they have, haven't they? Yes, yes, as your work and so many other uh, mystics have taught us. And with us, someone who certainly does the tarot and uh, is the Moondog Vance. Vance, how are you doing? I'm fine this morning. Yeah, I do it once in a while, not so much uh, as I used to, but uh, still interested. And uh, astrology, too. I've been into that. In the past so this will be a good awesome. show for me indeed i know we're gonna get also into some other amazing subjects ola's ideas the past two shows on the, the zodiac as we know it as a false construct the moon as a false construct and by arconic forces that are keeping us trapped but we're gonna go a little bit beyond to some topics that i find uh extremely engaging and i would agree with on a lot of ways that i've thought too before in the past uh, so for everybody in the chat, good to see everybody there. As always, we will take some questions later on. So please super chat them so we can separate them and Vance can take care of them. And of course, it helps uh, keep this red pill cafeteria open. Other than that, not much house uh, housekeeping. Yeah, the Gnostic Terra is out. Uh, more great shows coming this January on Sunday, we will be talking about esoteric hip hop and discuss some of the best horror movies of 2023 as Anthony Tyler joins us. So it should be another fun show and other great shows coming, including Ancient Egypt, uh, shows on theurgy and so much more. So stay tuned because you'll need that gnosis for this crazy year. So Ola. Where do we, where do you think you would like to get started? I I mean obviously I want to hit the ground running. Your ideas on uh, alchemy in the medieval times. I was like, yes, this is it. This is it. Let's let's get to the main event. <laughs> Absolutely. So so I think that um, probably given given the past the past time we we met here we we sort of took a tour down the the, the construct and and the matrix how the astrology numerology the ma matrix codes how do they fit in into the into the construct which is i think it's it's a very important sort of grounding part of the of the, of the whole puzzle um, today, I I thought that maybe we could we could sort of um, touch on um, another another very important part of the puzzle, if you like, 
which very often gets totally overlooked. And I, I think that this is this is due to the to the fact that it has been sort of driven almost out of existence. It's it's kind of morphed into other forms. Bits of of the alchemy. By alchemy, I mean the feminine alchemy, the very original original teachings of the feminine alchemy, which are reflected in the gnosis, but not specifically. They do not originate there. They come. We're talking tens and hundreds of thousands of years going back. Um, they moved into some of the teachings uh, uh, in the current streams of shamanism. But unfortunately, as, as I have been looking a little bit deeper into pretty much, uh, regardless, again, of the region, the, the, the shamanism, especially the kind of new age shamanism has walked very far away from that um, original original version of the teachings so why don't we deep uh, dive into that tonight let's, let's do it let's do it i think your cat agreed my cats are sleeping so for now until they decide <laughs> they have their own questions but it's yeah, gonna be all show <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they always have their agenda <laughs> absolutely uh so so I think that before I even uh, dare to go anywhere deeper, uh, I, I think the biggest the biggest sort of issue around alchemy is the vocabulary itself because the, the term gets used a lot. And, and I think the biggest controversy comes from the fact that we all somewhere had some kind of contact with uh, with, with that topic. Um, and... Uh, Probably the biggest, the sort of the biggest issue starts that everybody has a different definition or perhaps a different, different side of the, uh, of, of this teaching. And, and where I'm wanting to go to tonight is the, uh, the, the sort of part of the alchemy, the feminine alchemy. So this is not the masculine. This is not the matrix alchemy when we're talking about sort of, um, uh, changing one element into something more noble, lead into gold. That's not the alchemy that I'm talking about. This is the matrix. This is the masculine alchemy. I'm talking about the, um, Alchemy, which is which is pretty much hidden under the teachings of the witches, under the gnosis, the original teachings uh, of the of the Gnostics, the the teachings that you can pull out of the ancient Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt. You can find them very, very beautifully reflected in the Norse mythology, which is very close to me because here I am in the uh, in the Arctic, in the northern Norway. So I have sort of firsthand um, uh, access to to the original text, to the to the teachings, to the mythology, to the uh, the, the local shamanism, if you like, which is very much kind of linked with what's what's really uh, underneath the uh, Norse mythology, so the Yggdrasil, the, the Tree of Life, and that is pretty much where we where we start off in terms of the alchemy. So the feminine alchemy um, is not. This is not witchcraft, okay, in in the kind of common popular uh, sense. Uh, the the feminine alchemy. These are the teachings of the, the grandmothers. These are the teachings of the old days um, women. This is mostly the, the, the feminine line, the feminine law, if you like. Uh, the alchemy itself, the, we're not talking any potions. We're not talking any herbs or any, any of that kind of substances. 
alchemy based purely on the on the basis of how a woman is constructed energetically spiritually um hormonally as well very very big part of it so the alchemy becomes literally this is the birthright of every woman uh, unfortunately very very uh, heavily uh, we have been driven out of that element as women uh, throughout millennia this this is this is something that's been uh, pretty much pursued very very heavily since uh, the uh, uh, the start of patriarchy so we have already several thousands of years of and more and more of driving those teachings out so those teachings are returning right now um and and in the in the past sort of sort of decades there's been a bit of a renaissance uh, of, of that a lot of women sort of feeling uh something something cooking if you like in the cauldron which is precisely what we're talking about uh, and unfortunately, obviously, you know, the, the, the establishment prepared the new age circles, the moon worship, worship and et cetera, to, to, to literally right. be able to immediately um, fish out anyone who, who is kind of starting to slowly reawaken or perhaps remember something. Yeah, very true indeed. Like you said, yeah, especially as, as we've talked, if you go to the moon, it's dangerous. So, yeah, and even... Well, yeah. this summer I had this call to the goddess Artemis and I found myself in the wo the woods doing strange ritual. It was just a call to be in nature and it and her yeah. name was Artemis. And what I realized is mm -hmm. that women speak a very different language than men and we don't know that language. Even now when you're talking, Absolutely. I know you're saying four or five different things differently. But as a man, I realize I can't understand it, but I'm learning to listening. But I realize even even our linear language limits how women can communicate. And it wasn't always that way. It was there was a much different language that women could communicate and men understood and men had their part with their language. So it's, uh, it's fascinating. And I don't understand what you're you know what I mean? Beyond your linear sure. words, I know you're saying more, but there's more to it. Absolutely. And, and, and you're spot on. We have been, even if you think about it, right, it's, it's, not, it's not a man versus women, uh, understanding or not. A lot of women don't understand this language either. So this is, this is unfortunately where we have found ourselves that, you know, women have been sort of pushed into that masculine element. I don't, I don't really like to do this uh, new agey sort of masculine energy, <laughs> yeah. feminine energy. Forget that. You're not kind of woke. You know I mean? Yeah, you're not. No, yeah. no, no woke and no feminism either here. Trust yeah. me, this is, this is, I'm, I'm going back to the, to the, to the origins here. Um, I, I, I just been quite, quite lucky to, to, to have been exposed to some of those teachings by the virtue of my um, cultural background, my where I come from. I come from Eastern Europe, for those who don't know, so um, uh, probably you can hear it very well. Uh, however, the that element, absolutely, like you say, uh, a lot of those things, they have been so um, driven out of the language even that... that you know, it's very difficult to even bring it back and, and, and try to explain. Also in the context of the uh, ancient texts, the, the sacred texts, the Gnostic texts, deep, deep into Gnostic texts, because you're probably aware that when we are deciphering these texts, when, you, when you're reading these texts, there are certain levels 
of those texts that we we really should be looking at uh, in order to to grasp the sort of full full message and um academics most of most of the academia most of the uh the scholars they they they're either not aware of these levels or they discredit some of them because the, the levels I'm talking about are astrology, astrotheology, uh, we have gematria, we have the sacred geometry, we have biology, uh, eschatology, and finally, seven, seven, seven levels. And finally, we have alchemy. Not the masculine, not the matrix alchemy, but we have the feminine alchemy. A lack of understanding. Um, of feminine alchemy is literally the single responsible factor for us not being able to understand the mythology, the ancient texts. You know, people are sitting, especially the scholars, sort of dissecting those texts, trying to kind of play, you know, with the words and with the meanings and, and this and that, and they cannot see the forest through the trees. The missing element is feminine alchemy. And when you apply that, just the, the the whole picture you just see everything everything connects so 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 where i kind of wanted to to take uh, the, the the chat today also to sort of give some some of the um insights is the application of alchemy why is it important in the current times like what, what what's up with that because okay being a missing element nice but is it more than that and yes, it very much is, because right now we find ourselves at the renaissance of feminine alchemy. And if it doesn't return, there's going to be a trouble, okay? And the prophecies, pretty much whichever prophecy you pick up, including the apocalypse, including the Norse mythology and the Ragnarok, the end of the world, every single um, of these accounts is referring, it's literally rooted in the alchemical context. Wow, and, and do you mind if I interrupt uh, people in the the in the chat? No, uh, Tico so far, so hasn't turned into Chitiko. Might be wondering about if you could maybe define feminine alchemy, because even now, when you say alchemy, yeah. I think either purification of substances, the union of yeah. the male and the female, becoming yeah. God, uh, gold. Uh, what is feminine alchemy as far as absolutely explain so, in a linear, linear language? <laughs> oh my, oh my world, I don't know about that one, but I'll yeah. try my best. <laughs> well, maybe metaphor or poetry. I'll try That's sort of a, you are an engineer, you are right. a, you know, the right. masculine language, <laughs> absolutely. So, so the, the feminine alchemy. We're not dealing here with, like I mentioned, we're not dealing here with the elements. We're not dealing with um, uh, sort of morphing one substance into another per se, per the mainstream understanding of alchemy. Feminine alchemy is linked to um, the way the woman, specifically it's a woman thing, um, a woman is constructed in terms of the hormones, in terms of the energetics, literally the, the, the sort of energetic um, construct, even the physical. Um, according to the ancient text, if you really dig a little bit deeper under the surface, a woman physically, energetically, spiritually um, mirrors a tree, mm. a tree of life. So a woman is connected. We, we have that sort of triple vessel um, uh, construction where, whereby we are connected to the upper kingdom, to the lower kingdom, and we are present with the 
vessel, vessel meaning the womb, in the Middle Kingdom. Uh, that is by design, that was by design. We have drifted away from that and that's where the matrix comes in with the construct. That's where the matrix comes in with a lot of conditioning. Literally, the upper, the, the dome is disconnecting, is part of the technological disconnection from the um, upper vessel, the upper kingdom, the upper vessel. Uh, and what's the upper vessel? The, uh, the cosmic womb. I'm talking the cosmic womb, the black hole, the Milky Way galaxy sensor, the, the, that cosmic context. We have been literally like quarantine inside of this dome and uh, the disconnection from the lower world, from the lower kingdom. What I'm talking about here is the, um, the womb of the earth. That has also happened as a result of uh, this very heavy matrix programming. It's, it's, it's around the energies that are operating, which is obviously very low vibrational energies. There's obviously a little bit more to that, but then we will be here all night yeah, yeah. and tomorrow. Uh, so, so I'll just try to keep it as simple as possible. So the alchemy, the woman's alchemy operates using, and, and you will see that in a lot of mythologies, everything comes in threes, right? There are three aspects of something. There are three moiras, there are, there are three parkas. The, 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 the goddess is weaving the destiny. In, in uh, Norse mythology, we have Nornes. So there's something of three aspects. We have the maiden, the mother or the creator, and the shaman, the crown, the, the, the woman as the, the shaman or the witch. Here is the witch, right? So, so there are three sort of aspects, alchemical aspects to a woman. Uh, and this is why women would have been at some point called witches, because women who are connected to this alchemy, they would have access to sort of certain alchemical powers. By that, I don't mean witchcraft in that sort of uh, negative uh, connotation way. We're talking natural. We're, we're talking natural things such as childbirth. Childbirth is literally ability to bring the soul from another another reality, another dimension, and being able to materialize it, birth it into this reality. Why? Because we have the the portal. Women have the portal. So, so you see, we have been reduced. We've kind of taken it for granted, right? I mean, women giving birth, no problem. Everybody can do that easy. Um, but really, when you, when you kind of look deeper into it, uh, it's a miracle. It's a, it's a deeply alchemical miracle. So if a woman is able to bring a soul, what's a soul? <laughs> Another issue, what's a soul? <laughs> and is able to, to, to sort of mesh it, blow life into it within this vessel, within this cauldron, and deliver it into this world, what else potentially could a woman materialize into this world, right? And what's going to happen if you travel the other way? Uh, so, so this is where the alchemy comes in. Uh, the stories, probably everybody heard the stories of um, the, the Horn of Plenty or stories where um, the, the land of milk and honey, right? If you dig a little bit deeper into the symbolism of those stories, they go back to a woman being able to literally provide birth abundance, birth wellness, health. This is how we are designed originally. 
So, so remember, we probably talked last time about it that the the mythology, the ancient uh, text, the Bible, the creation myth, pretty much every creation myth is not precisely describing the creation of men, creation of a, of a human, it describes genetic modifications. We have not been created by the archons, but we have been modified by them. So what is the original design? Well, the original design would have it's a little bit like the story of, uh, I always say, the avatar. You know, we, we, we like to always draw uh, parallels to the Matrix, to the movie Matrix, but we forget about the avatar. Avatar is our history. Avatar is literally <laughs> delivered on the silver platter, the story of a mankind being invaded by, well, by the, by the gods, by the archons, right? The, the, the foreign yeah. civilization. And as a result of that, they have they they started in order to control us. They started to play with the DNA. So this is where we started losing uh, those alchemical powers. They have been numbed down over time, not just as a result of the DNA experiments. It's a little bit deeper and 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 more convoluted than that. But this is where the alchemical powers of a woman have been sort of dumbed down, numbed down to mostly the the childbirth uh and and certainly lacking that conscious element no it makes yeah that makes perfect yeah it makes perfect sense i think that's a good summary of uh alchemy and how we came to be where we are which all of us all of us know this unconsciously ola we just don't right. want to admit it right 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 and it's a, it's on all the stories anunnaki Book of Enoch, Gnostic texts, you've talked about all these texts point to the same Mm -hmm. reality, which is right. It's it's almost self-evident once you start thinking. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh, gee, I don't want to face this. I'm going to go watch a movie and look at my phone. (laughs) You know, that's how people are. (laughs) Well, that's what that's that's exactly that's exactly what we are. that's exactly how this world is uh, uh, set up, right? For us to be to be um, focusing on everything else, but finding and, and getting to the truth, which is obviously, uh, well, this is this is not what what they want. Uh, but we are living in a pretty unprecedented times right now, and and this is good news. Okay, everybody, I have some good news here. Um, <laughs> if you if you look to the prophecies coming from all sorts of different directions across the world. We can look to the Norse mythology and the the Ragnarok, the end of the world. Um, uh, We can look to the native uh, prophecies, the Hopi, the the Incas, the Lakota people. Everybody is talking. And this this is the thing, when you don't have alchemy, it's 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 not very clear what they are talking about. So no. so so why don't we sort of look a little bit into into what are they talking about and what is the um, alchemical context? Yeah, for sure. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. For sure, and and uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt again, but 
I think when you said unprecedented times, I looked at my Twitter today and trending were two topics, aliens and Nephilim. I was like, what are the odds? It's not Biden or Trump. And there was this incident, I think yesterday, where uh, in Miami in the mall, like thousands of policemen showed up and they said that there were these shadowy giants that were in the mall scaring people around. Now, Mm. I don't know if it's true or not, but Ola, the fact that it's news, the fact that it's made uh, trending, the fact that now everybody understands Nephilim, that's big. You know what I mean? Something is bubbling up through the collective consciousness and out into the world. Maybe they were Nephilim. Who knows? I wasn't there. <laughs> I, I I think that we, we, again, are reaching the time where... I, I don't know if, I, if I'm going to call it a great awakening or I, I'm a, a little bit tired of that term, but for sure, certainly, you know, things are bubbling up to the surface. People are, are, are beginning to, to sort of see past the, the hamster wheel and, and, you know, perhaps not everybody is as advanced as literally studying the Gnostic texts or, or mythological texts and, and going beyond the literal interpretation, which is, which is like a fairy tale, whereas this is not at all a fairy tale. Um, mythologies contain literally the account of um, past events so this is this is not at all a story um, however clearly something is bubbling up and people I think are getting very comfortable um, asking the right questions and and, and starting to um, uh, question the the narrative question what, what 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 we're told even if it's even if it's starting to happen on a on a sort of very mundane level it's 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 still it's still the right direction right so yeah. um i i think the the only danger here is that uh you know in the past we we didn't have the information and that was the issue right now we're flooded with yeah. misinformation um including including the fact that most most people don't even probably see the fact that we you know the propaganda is on both sides no. you know the, the the elites they are absolutely aware that people are waking up so so there's going to be content released for the awakened so so you know my my way in the current times is to disengage from whatever is happening on the news, whether that's, you know, a great revelation or whether that's aliens or whatever topic it is, because most, most likely this is, I mean, most likely, I mean, come on, rule of the thumb, right? It is what we want us to look at. So, so, so probably that's not what we should be looking at, right? This is, this is again, some kind of red herring and uh, uh, destruction. Uh, from from what? Well, from what's really really happening, and from uh, what and what is really happening? Well, we have a few things going on. Um, we have the uh, I don't know if I mentioned that last time, uh, but the apocalypse. So so the apocalypse mentions that the end of the world will sort of um, uh, be ushered in by this great sign in the sky. Uh, whereby a virgin uh, clothed in the sun with a crown of 12 stars over her head um, with a child bearing a child um, she will she will she will show herself up in the in the skies that sign has already happened 
So that is 2017. That is uh, fall equinox 2017, uh, constellation Virgo the Virgin. So we have the woman. Uh, the sun would have just entered the constellation Virgo. So she would have had the sun by her head. Uh, the uh, constellation Leo, which is which which is just before Virgo, plus Mars, Venus, and Mercury, which would have been right behind the sun, that would have formed that constellation plus these stars formed the the crown on the head of the of the Virgin, Jupiter, uh, in that in that kind of womb area. So so the pregnancy symbolizing the pregnancy and the most important part of that whole description, the moon at her feet. So, so you see, this is the thing. When we are just reading this and even applying astrology or astrotheology, we understand that this is a description of a celestial event. But if we don't apply alchemy, we do not understand the context of the crowning of a woman and the moon at her feet. Because Remember, last time we've chatted about the moon and the, 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 the whole uh, influence of the moon over women and as a part of the matrix, as a part of the control mechanism. So the moon being that kind of intermediary between the Earth and Saturn, receiving signals from Saturn and pretty much being responsible for hanging together and uh, send, uh, hanging this, uh, over this whole matrix um, mechanism. This is very heavy AI uh, technology involved here. So, so we have the moon that was ruling the mind, right? We have the moon that used to be in charge. Why? Mind control, streaming certain frequencies onto the uh, third eye, which was tampered with by the archons, by the gods. So, so the moon was very much ruling the mind. And 2017, unprecedented event. Um, why unprecedented? Because there is, a, there, there is a cascade, there is a domino effect of different other events, because I know that people's going to say, hold on a minute, that happened also several hundred years ago. Yes, but the it did not have the additional events that were needed here. So I will, I will add to that in a second. Sure. Um, so, so we have the crowning of a woman and the moon at her feet. What does that mean? It means, I know, I know it's going to be difficult maybe to, to believe, but the moon has lost the grip. Okay. The moon has lost the grip. So the moon's reign over this matrix and over us, it's like you, you literally flip the switch. The switch has been flipped. It's off. So I know what everybody's thinking that, hold on a minute, it's off, but nothing happened yet. Like, we don't feel anything. We don't feel any different. Well, you know, let's let's hold the horses on the don't feel anything different because I think there is there is a lot that's happening differently, which is which is look at us, right? Uh, Ten years ago, these conversations were not happening, but there is another another unfortunate part to it, which is the main switch has been switched off, but we the batteries are kind of keeping the mechanism going by the virtue of still supplying the energy to it. So we unfortunately still continue with the same mindset. I mean, um, maybe not the ones listening to, 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 to this program, but you know, there is 90% of the world that had no idea what's going on. So unfortunately, we are kind of in that uh, free flow, 
free fall um and 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 there's there there's still um some level of uh, uh, effect that the moon has and this mechanism unfortunately we are the ones maintaining that so so a very important thing here is we need to you know the ones who know the ones who know need to be this you know, effect of the hundred monkey. So somebody needs to start the domino here, right? Somebody needs somebody needs to do it. So so we are probably the ones to that needs to stop um, uh, focusing on the moon, worshiping the moon, assigning moon any connection to the woman and the feminine, the, the moon circles, the the, the the sort of third eye, the manifestations, the the worship of the mind, the the pretty the, everything in the context of astrology and numerology anything in the context of determinism anything in the context karma how many people keep talking about the karma karma is a construct of the matrix i keep talking about it it's it, it is not the law of the universe it is a construct of this matrix so so and of course there is a version for the east and for the west in the west karma is called the sin and you have to pay back for that right so so these are not natural laws. These are the laws of this matrix. If you continue to believe in that and live by it, you are supplying energy. You're literally maintaining something that doesn't have to be here anymore. So, so this is this is one of the biggest things. This is the apocalypse. This is the sign uh, from the apocalypse. The Vatican confirmed back in the in the 2017 that yes this is the this is the sign of yes from the apocalypse they have their own observatory if you if you look up on the on their website oh, you wow. can find articles about it which i think some of them have been uh, removed uh, <laughs> of course when too many people start getting interested uh, so so we have um a very alchemical event which in one in one uh, sense gives us this information and, and hope that this mechanism is switched off. And on the other hand, the crowning of a woman, the crowning of a woman, which literally talks about um, women being able to again reconnect with the upper kingdom, with the lower kingdom, bring back and start to mirror again the tree of life. Uh, there's there's much more alchemical context that I will not be able to, to cover. Why is that important? Well, it's important because when we um, connect to the upper kingdom, to the lower kingdom, we are able to pull from there through the dark energy, dark matter, okay? Not, not black magic, dark energy, dark matter, quantum physics, from that zero point field, a woman is pulling in everything, unlimited potential and birthing into this reality. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so, so that's the 2017. Interestingly enough, because if you look to the Cathars, in um, uh, 1209, right, we have uh, in July, the 22nd of July, we have the massacre uh, of Bezier. And we have the the twenty thousands of the of the Cathars and 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 the and the, and the this population living there. We have all of them sent to uh, to, to be killed, and one of them at the time is uh, is is a woman. It's a title. This is not a name. Esclaramont, the light mm -hmm. of the world. She as she is being um, uh, uh, sort of taken to, to, to be burnt at the stake, she gives a prophecy. So, so this is 12 or 9. She gives a prophecy. She says that in 808 years, mm -hmm. the 
Kathars, the spirit of the Kathars, will return to the earth, will return to this realm, and it will then start a sort of series of events which will take eight years. So it, it will take eight years for that energy to sort of be fully grounded and, and sort of connected to the, to the grid, to the new grid of the earth, not to the fake matrix, but to the newly um, uh, returning, that true original matrix. Where the, the word matrix is connected to the mother, matrix right. mother. So, so, so that's the prophecy from, from that time. And when you do the math, 1209 plus 808 years, it takes you to 2017. So, so 2017 plus eight years, we are at the end of that period. We are in 2024. This is meant to be going throughout 2024, 2025. So this is where um, uh, that sort of critical phase, the eight years of critical phase is taking place. And this is literally about women returning, connected to their alchemy. Women connected to alchemy, not women you know, pursuing the matrix kind of um, side of things, which is what we are being constantly presented with. But women, um, at least some of us, some of us who, who who are drawn to these to these teachings, returning and connecting with the alchemy. So that why? Because women need to birth certain energies into this realm. Mm. Uh, you, I know it may sound very esoteric, but you see, I mean, either we are being esoteric or we are not, because the archons, when they do their rituals, you know, they 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 operate in an energy on an energy level, right? So they do their rituals, they 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 work with entities, and then things materialize into this realm. So so we, if we just protest, and if we even even if we unite and and have the same opinion, that's that we're on the last level here, right? We are on the on the materialized level, so that's not high enough. So in order to sort of respond to 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 what they are doing and how they are operating, we need to do things at the same level, and the same level will be the energy level, the alchemy level. So this is where women come in. This is why patriarchy was ushered in to mm. make sure that women will not be ready and will not be connected and will not be aware of these teachings. So here we are, right, making sure that we are celebrating the masculine sort of traits and even women are as much as possible, right? I mean, ever since ever since the emancipation, women have been taken from that um, uh, uh, sort of one extreme of being the, the, the victims and, and, and uh, sacrificing to the other extreme, which is very masculine, women stepping into that kind of fighting, fanatical, um, feministic, which is, <laughs> that's masculine. That's, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. So, 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 so being absolutely taken out of our element, whereas we are designed, we are designed to birth universes, not children, don't worry, I'm not sending anybody to sit at home here. No, no, no. But we are we are designed literally physically, energetically to birth a new, um, I don't want to even say new reality. I, I, I would say it is literally birthing of different frequencies, different world into this reality. Think about it. This is, I know it sounds a bit esoteric and I hope I didn't lose everybody on the way. The archons, they are, 
constantly keeping this world in a very low frequency because this is what they are feeding from, right? This is what they are feeding on. So it's all this low vibrational. It's the fear. It's the dread, the misery, the sicknesses, etc. So, so what we are here to birth is the higher vibrational um, reality. And and what are we birthing so far? Exactly what they want, because yeah. they are scaring us, right? They are keeping us trapped. They are keeping us miserable. So women have to lift up from that state of being and reconnect to be able to to birth the higher vibrational, to literally birth the milk and honey, birth the plenty. That's what we're talking about. Oh, beautifully said, uh, indeed. And yeah, I would uh, certainly agree. And yeah, you also have the prophecy is the the laurel will turn green that came from the cathars too. Yes. And yes. obviously people always think, well, on the day of the prophecy, the world changes. Like, no, no, no. It takes time. Even in Hinduism, the space between the Kali Yuga and the next Yuga, some mystics say it's a million years. It's It takes time. And uh, so you would say, I guess, two things. There was something amazing happening in, in Cathar country in those days with the Cathars, the Knights Templar, the Kabbalah. I mean, that really was a time very briefly where women were free, where women yes. had agency, power, magic, and then... Most people don't know that romantic love came out of the Cathars, the troubadours, and this beautiful art and independence that Regent said. So it was a it was a wonderful time. But do you think, Ola, that the Archons are just going to try to push back hard, like eliminate women? I mean, if well, this gets know, out, they're finished. <laughs> you, and they know that. I mean, yeah. look. You know, this agenda that's playing out right now, this is not the making of the last four or five years. This is the making of thousands and thousands of years because they knew exactly what's coming. The 2017, the apocalypse. Yes, it is captured in the apocalypse, but these are prophecies that are much older than the apocalypse. So Mm. this is an unprecedented time that was prophesied for thousands and thousands of years. So the elites, you know, the archons, they knew about it for a very long time. This is not the only thing that's that's kind of working against them because on top of that, we have the age of Aquarius and the age of Aquarius has been really ridiculed and, and sort of, it, it, it's a bit of a clown version of age of Aquarius we have due to new age without understanding what age of Aquarius is truly about because age of Aquarius, the Aquarius, let's look at the Aquarius. Um, in most of the um, astrology, astronomy uh, references, Aquarius is portrayed as a man. That's mm-hmm. that's incorrect. Aquarius is not a man. Aquarius is a woman. When you look at the constellation Aquarius or the personification of Aquarius, it's a person, it's someone holding a pitcher or a, some kind of vessel pouring water. It's a woman pouring from a vessel water of life it's mythologically that would be heaven um but this is the alchemical woman this is the mary magdalena woman with the alabaster jar this is the any woman who is pouring the jar or the the uh the cauldron that she's holding 
it's obviously the allegory of the womb. This is the symbolism of the womb. So we are to birth again. We are to pour something onto the earth. And the pouring of water of life, the water of life is the materialized light. What does it mean? It means we would have pulled certain energies Quantum physics calls them the dark energy, the, the dark matter. So these are this is literally what creates the whole of this universe, right? That's the an in, infinite potential. But a woman has the ability, because she's alchemical, to pull this energy into her cauldron. This is why in the fairy tales and in all the old stories, you have women, the witches, would be cooking something in a pot, right? That is symbolic. It's a symbology of the womb so she is cooking in that womb of creation thanks to alchemical abilities she's literally giving birth well not not maybe that literally but you, you know what i'm what i mean to abundance to health to perfect to, to wellness to to everything that you really want you know if you if you look back to um, to the Cathars or to the to the witches of the of the past, even through the artwork. I don't know if you're familiar with the with the some of the artwork from from the sort of 17th, 18th, 19th century uh, depicts men being men your age. We're not talking children being breastfed by women. And these are not acts, these are not sexual acts. This is not some kind of sexual connotation. Very often these men would be pretty much naked and their hands would be tied or in handcuffs. So so what is up with that? There, there's a woman clearly not in a sexual pose or not, no sexual um, flavor to, to that scene and a man being breastfed. Because natural, another alchemical, natural alchemical ability uh, of a woman is the ability to feed, is the feeding. So you see, like the Milky Way created from the milk of the goddess Hera, right? The Greek goddess Hera, which right. which overflew from her from her breast. But you have to alchemically understand what does that mean? Well, it means that the woman again is able to receive certain energies from an infinite potential and she's materializing it and she's she's able to feed she feeds the baby which is everybody accepts that but there's an element of feeding a man physically could be physically but very much alchemically what, what what's the effect of that the effect of that is that it it well it bonds very much so so here we have part of that hero's gamos being built between a man and a woman but other than that this woman is being able to because remember that the anointment original anointment was done by a woman to a man this is why mary magdalena anoints jesus and and this is why things go the way they they do later he, he he doesn't die uh that's the effect of the anointment so there's a lot of alchemical um charge if you like there's a lot of sort of magical properties to essences produced by a woman uh the result for a man is that he can have whatever he wants that's the abundance passed on to the man that's the health that's the wealth passed on to a man because you do not have access to that because you do not have the portal. So 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 the concert, you see, this is why, for example, in the Celtic Laurel 
pretty much anywhere. A man, a king, would always need a concert to make sure that the uh, it, it wasn't in the sense of uh, fertility to the land, literally. It was that fertility that flew through the womb, through the woman. Yeah. So, so, so here we are going back. This is exactly what the Gnostics were describing in in their text. This is where the woman comes in. Not only Gnostics, we have the Mary Magdalena there. You have the Inanna. You have the Isis. You have the uh, Freya. Uh, you have the Nornes in the uh, Norse mythology. Very strong, very literal. If you know the alchemy, uh, references to these abilities. Beautifully said. Yeah, and I would agree. I was thinking there was a time my wife gets in these moods where she has to make a big pot of soup. And I'd be like, it's the middle of July. Why are you? Now I realize part of her is reenacting that sort of creation, that womb and moisture and bounty and abundance to feed everybody in the house. So it makes sense. It's all absolutely, right there. Absolutely. But but you see, because I, I understand that some of it might sound a little bit too esoteric and like, where is the application for everyday world? Well, you know, I come from Eastern Europe. I come from Poland specifically. And back in the Second World War, we had the, the, the Russian army coming from the East and the, the German army, the, the Nazi yeah. coming from the West. And Poland was kind of in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 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 you know, you would have a lot of, a lot of, um, farms or sort of houses uh, uh, where women would be left alone with the children um, and the men would have been sent to war. So they had to cater, they had to take care of everything themselves. And, you know, we, until now, we know those stories of those women being left there alone. And, you know, you would have armies marching 200, maybe not 200, but two kilometers to the left, two kilometers to the right, but somehow not going and raping and robbing oh, wow. um, that that very that very place where they lived. You would have bombs flying and being dropped in different places, but somehow not on the house. And most of all, you know, these are old times. There was no Walmart. There was no Tesco. So you wouldn't just go, you know, shopping, right? I mean, you would have, in terms of food and supplies, what you already had. And these alchemical women, these women connected and still practicing alchemy, they were making sure that basically that table was always full of uh, uh, food. So, So, you know, we know stories about women having keeping potatoes or the families keeping potatoes in the in the basement in the cellar and that kind of pile big pile of potatoes was just never empty it it was just always there and and you know th- th- there is an element i could go into more details of how how it was done um a very very uh, strong attribute of a woman always been the, the skirt the skirt, you know, that we, in all our emancipation, fought to stop wearing, whereas this is actually due to lack of of knowledge about what the skirt truly represents, because the skirt is part of our um, alchemical sort of toolkit, if you like, and this is, if you want me to to kind of um, bring in a bit of the engineering scientific side of things, the skirt acts 
um, as, a, as a sort of part of the mechanism to bring in the energy from the uh, from the earth womb, from 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 underneath, from the lower world, and the energy of the uh, the cosmic womb. So so you get the toroidal field going here, and and the accumulation of this energy is obviously in the womb of a woman, and the skirt would have been part of that sort of mechanism or, or part of the toolkit to keep this energy um, in place. And then a woman would dance with the energy. Of course, we're not talking the kind of dancing that goes on these days, but we're talking the kind of dancing which engages the um, the field, engages the energy field, and, and the woman is literally sweeping this energy in that kind of movement that follows the toroidal field um, movement. So it kind of goes up and she's bringing it in into her womb and a lot of things would happen under the skirt so you would say do not look under the skirt because this is where the alchemy happens and mm. somehow things are always abundant oh no that makes sense yeah this is amazing for everybody uh we have ola walney joining us if you joined late if you have any questions please super chat them incredible conversation uh vance any super chats and if there yeah. is, I gotta. I have to let my cat out. Uh, it's the female cat. I'm sure you know that male cats are very calm, but the female cat, they're very vengeful and mean to you if you don't do what they say. So I have to let her. She'll bite me or pee on my foot or something. If I don't All right. So this is a cat question <laughs> part of the show. Yeah. Only, uh, let's see. I got to pull it up here. Um. And there you have it, yeah, modern-day Tom Sawyers. Ola providing a vision and solution to breaking down the Black Iron Prison. For all subs, we'll continue to our second part, Anon, which is just as fantastic. For all non-subs, please support for the full show or to grow this red pill cafeteria. I can't do it without you. Alrighty then. Let us continue with the gnosis of Ola Wolny for all subs. The Empire never ended. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> 